Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond a Box Set, a podcast where we review films that are sometimes in a cinema, sometimes nominated for Oscars, yeah, or both. Mm-hmm. Never neither. Never neither. No, <laughs> so far, yeah. unless you paid from supporters' request. <laughs> oh yes, I guess Logan was. I guess Logan was neither. Oh no, Logan was an Oscar nominated. Yes, it was for uh, what, yeah. what, what for though? I forget. Uh, screenplay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's me randomly crowbarring in a Marvel rather than you for a change. Yeah. Mm. I mean, technically a Sony X Men. Oh God, but, sorry, Fox X Men. Take my bad. But um, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, obviously this was, we're doing the wife. Yes. Um, and uh, John, I believe that this is your favourite film of the year. Isn't that, is that <laughs> what you told me beforehand? Oh yeah, no. I'd, you set it up like I hated this yeah. film. I think I just. <laughs> I'm more inclined to like it now that it, Glenn Close didn't win. Yeah. Which feels like a harsh thing to say, because I really like Glenn Close, and God knows she deserves an Oscar, but... Are you saying that if she'd have won it, you'd have then had to have given this film more... Attention is the wrong word, but just think of this film higher than you do currently. Yeah, I think... Well, I'm more so before the Oscars, when I was thinking about, you know, the films I liked from this season, the films I didn't like this season, I just kind of felt like, oh, this is going to win Best Actress because everyone feels sorry for Glenn Close. Yeah, is, is that the only reason you were thinking so? Because you were very convinced that she was going to win. Yeah, because she won at like, the Golden Globe, she won the Screen Actors Guild, she won all of like, the pre-awards, basically. Okay. So it, was, it really looked like it was hers to lose, mm. which is why I was so delighted when it was Olivia Colman in the end. Um, but yeah, it just felt like the momentum was all going her way, and I was like, oh, well, I mean, yes, of course, it's nice... Glenn Close definitely deserves to have an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Nothing against her. I think she's a great actress, but it just felt, especially because I loved Olivia Colman's performance so much, and I loved Melissa McCarthy's performance so much this year. Also, not best non- best actress nominee. Mm-hmm. I just felt a little bit like a little unfair, yeah. you know. So that made me judge the film harshly because it's also a film that didn't get nominated for anything else. It wasn't like it was just an act- an acting nomination. You know, there was no, nothing else about this film was particularly mm. acclaimed so yeah i think in that context i was like well it's just not as good as the rest but on its own, i don't think on its own like standards as just a film mm. it's fine it, it had its moments yeah yeah my main issue with this film is that it felt like it should have been a play yeah yeah that you know what well, that's that's a really good show to be fair mm. it was just very talky and not particularly like action pack sounds like the wrong word, but I don't know. It didn't feel very cinematic to me. Mm. Yeah, I suppose that works because everything was just like a long scene in one set. Yes, it was very, very like dialogue heavy. Like, yeah, which is fine, but it, yeah, no, it, it can certainly work. Yes, mm. but um, is this an original film? Is it? It's based on a book it's by Meg Wallace. Yeah. yeah, don't think it's ever been a play. Probably um, should be though. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the acting in this mm-hmm. because, as I think I've already said on um, on some podcast, the Oscar review, I think, mm-hmm. um, was that uh, Glenn Close's acting in this feels very overdone in that it is just, oh, I'm 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 subtle, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm subtle with my acting, like I'm, I'm I'm good, but I've got I've got nothing really to do, so I'm just going to be subtle for you know, 90% of the movie. And then we're going to get really goddamn emotional at the end and I'm going to shout at somebody yeah. and lose my mind. Mm. 
and um, win an Oscar and sorry but you didn't get all those things yeah no I agree completely that's what it is and it's that that style of acting has been done so many times that yeah. I'm just not impressed by it anymore yeah I never was to be honest in, yeah. in, in the first place um, not that obviously things like Citizen Kane are things that I watched when it came out obviously but watching films like that and seeing oh this film's one of the best films of all time it's Citizen Kane oh gotta yeah. watch that and it's just a guy being subtle and then getting emotional at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And that's what that's what's good about it. Mm. And it's not that exciting. Mm-hmm. I was way more interested in the story of this film mm-hmm. rather than Glenn Close's acting. Okay. And I was interested in Glenn Close's character in this, mm-hmm. um, like story-wise. Yeah. And I was equally interested in Jonathan Price. Yeah. And I think he had so much more to do than she did. It did, yeah. Because she had one or two scenes. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was the main character, absolutely. Yeah. Not denying that. And maybe he would have been a supporting actor if rather than a leading actor. Mm. But... Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get anything at all. Like, it was really was just her performance was the only thing anyone talked about in this yeah, film. Yeah, because he was really good. Yeah, I felt like they had a... Like, you know, they, they were matching each other completely is it is very that's why it feels like a play it's like a two-hander it's about essentially it's about a marriage yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah i don't really i don't really know nowhere to go from that but like i'm sure that she is a great actress she's amazing yeah um i, I i've seen her in this and i've seen her on guardians of the galaxy so i can't really judge it sure but uh i don't think she should have been nominated for this i think it was worth a nomination I mean, I can think of things that got missed out that I would have liked to see more, like Tony Collette and Hervé for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but I think, like, yeah, it, it's definitely deserved a nomination. I just didn't... I think it got overhyped for what it actually was. I just, on the whole, I just think, like, yeah, there are things about this film that annoyed me, like, at a very technical level. Like, I don't even remember, there's a scene at the end where they're on a, they're on a plane, mm-hmm. and there's a com- whole conversation between her and Christian Slater, yeah, who plays, like, a journalist in this film. And it literally, maybe it's deliberate, but I didn't. I, it didn't work for me at all. Where the, the camera is, because they're in a cramped space on a plane, mm. you can't see his face. You just see like his like torso talking yeah. to it. So the conversation, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is what is this choice? Like, mm. at least have him like kneel down or something so they can have they can act together. Mm. It was. I get that. Obviously, it, the, the film's very much about her feelings and her emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can't just have him not in the scene when mm. he's talking. Like, it just felt amateurish. Like, yeah. Yeah, just put her in the middle of the, middle of the shot. Yeah, exactly. Just you've got her. You got Jonathan Price sleeping on his. Oh no, he's dead at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's a couple of scenes in the play, but that one in particular, because yeah. the other one he does kneel down, but in this one it's just yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. So the story of this is basically that Jonathan Price is a famous writer mm-hmm. who is about to win the Nobel Prize for Literature, which is the highest honor you can receive for as a writer. Um, and they go to Sweden to um, receive the award. Mm-hmm. I did like all the Sweden porn, obviously. Of course you yeah. fucking did. Of course I did. I've been to that. I know, I know that place. I've been there. Great. Uh, well, it's cold, isn't it, in the winter? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, so, and as they're there, like, he's getting all this, you know, he's getting treated like a god. You know, he's getting taken to these parties, you know. And it turns out he's kind of been a bit of a womanizer. He's not been very faithful to her. He's, he's also a bit of a man-child. Like, she has to look after him all the time. Mm-hmm. And she keeps keeps getting like pushed to the side and pushed to the side and like being like ignored by everyone because she's not really the story. Yeah. But then as the film progresses, you realise that she is in fact the real writer, and she's like ghostwritten or like had a heavy hand in writing all of his books, and that kind of comes out as the film goes on. How quickly did you figure out that that was what was really going on? 
quite late, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know specifically when, but yeah. not too early. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, so then at the end, and then it basically just... Yeah, it's hard to describe the plot. Because, so Christian Slater is a journalist who's like digging up... He wants to write a biography on this this author because he just won the Nobel Prize, obviously. Mm. And Jonathan Price is very rude to him. He's like, I'm never going to let you write this book about me, etc. And then Christian Slater kind of does some digging and kind of has his theory that Glenn Close's character is the real writer of the two of them. Yeah. And then he's like, he takes her out for a drink and he tries to like smooth talk her and get her to admit that she's the real talent in the family and she kind of admits it but doesn't admit it and it's mm. all a bit like cat and mouse game kind of thing. And, and then, yeah, and then basically she asks Jonathan Price to not thank her in the speech because she doesn't want to be seen as like, oh, I'm just the wife behind those husband, I support them out. Mm-hmm. And then he ignores her and he does and he dedicates his whole speech to her, which you think is probably a nice thing, but obviously she doesn't take it that way. Mm-hmm. She gets very, very angry. They have a whole fight and then he dies of a heart attack. Yeah. And that's the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Um, don't really know what more to say about it, to be honest. Um, well, I... I, I there's also the character of the son, mm-hmm. who I thought was a real weak link in this movie. Yeah. I didn't like him at all. Mm. I thought he was just not as good of an actor as, I mean, Glenn Close and Jonathan Price. You know, that's that's a high bar. But mm. he just felt like distractingly less good. <laughs> I mean, he was just unhappy with his, yeah. his character trait. He was just kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. So, wasn't keen on him. Um, actually, my favourite scene was definitely that one scene with Elizabeth McGovern. The actress from Downton Abbey, the one who plays like, because it was like she was in a different film. Uh, it's it's the flashback. There's a load of flashbacks in this film to when Glenn Close is like a young student when she mm-hmm. first gets together with Jonathan Price's character. He's already married. She kind of has an affair with him, etc. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but they go to a. It's so heavy-handed, but they go to a reading by another female writer, and she's like doing a reading of her book. Oh, that one. Yeah. And she's just like really playing to the back of the room. She's like playing this like drunk, like you know, she's she's practically swaying in the breeze. Mm. Like, no one's ever gonna read your books, honey. Don't even bother. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, darling. Yeah, it's just it was so much. (laughs) So I enjoyed that, like just because it was it felt like a campy, silly film. Mm -hmm. The rest of this film was decidedly not that. (laughs) I suppose it would have been good if it was just all that. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it would have worked as all that, but that just that one scene was like, oh, I like this. This is fun, and then it just never comes back. Like, mm. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, what did you think of the? What did the film? Because it kind of leaves you on an ambiguous note, I guess. Because like, I don't think it paints him as a complete villain necessarily. They've also got a very complicated relationship. Mm-hmm. What did it leave you? So at the end of the film, she kind of they have this whole confrontation where she's like, you know, how can you you go around saying your wife doesn't write, and you know you. Whereas I just won the, essentially I just won the Nobel Prize for literature, but you're getting all the credit. Mm-hmm. But then that was her, you know, there was a choice they made together. So, and then they have, she threatens to leave him, but then he has the heart attack and she's like, don't leave me, I love you. And it's it's all very ambiguous. Mm. Where did it, like, what did you feel at the end of this film, if anything? Like, what did it make you think about their relationship or? Um, I didn't feel like she'd wasted her time. <laughs> like but, she should have written them herself or? Well, I mean, yeah, maybe, but just like, I never felt that he was, good mm-hmm. for her because he's painted as this 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 quite sexist was quite mm, what's, what's the word when you don't realize something what do you obnoxious. mean obnoxious ignorant obnoxious ignorant ignorant thank yeah. you yeah mm-hmm. this ignorant sexist guy yeah sure like he just doesn't know anything that he's saying sure. really mm-hmm. and 
I could tell quite early on that he wasn't a good writer. Yeah. Because of the amount of swear words that were in his language. True. Well, that's a good point, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I really thought something was up with that. Yeah. And turns out there was. Yes. Um, Yeah, I, I don't think that she spent her time that well. I mean, she's got two kids that she loves, but... Sure, yeah. He was a bad choice for her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was kind of talked into that by that character that you just mentioned that I forget the name of. Yeah, I don't think she was ever given a name, um, but yeah. And him, you know, just by essentially saying, just like as women, you will never be successful writers. Sure. So if you want to be anywhere near that, or even write through somebody else, then, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. marry me. Yeah, well, so, yeah. So that's, you think... That's what I took from that, really. Yeah, sure. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, it was... I don't know. There were, it was a... If I kind of came out of it feeling it, it was more of a... They were both as much... In some ways, they were both complicit in what happened. Mm. Like, because there's, there's a scene where she's writing... The young version of her is writing this book you know, on the typewriter. Yeah. And then her kid is literally screaming for her attention. And then yeah. he goes and takes the kid away. And she just doesn't even, like, look up. She's, like, so engrossed in the book. So it's like... I wish they'd explored that a bit more, like the the fact that she liked, maybe she liked writing more than she liked being a mum, like because it seems yeah. like the kids actually really liked doing. Like, yeah. If anything, the film painted her as like so broadly positive. But that one scene, I was like, oh, maybe there's like you know, are they ever gonna like look into why she made that choice and like what made her do that? And maybe she did some things that she now regrets, not just marrying him, but just like you know, mm. she wasn't particularly attentive as a mother because she was addicted to writing, but it didn't really go there. I don't know. I'm not sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess... It, yeah, I think the fact that we have so little to say about this film speaks for itself. It's just, it's just <laughs> kind of a yeah. character study. It was fine. I'm, I don't think it deserved any Oscars, so... I really would have liked to have seen the scene that they kind of hinted at that happened after the film finished of her having her son and daughter sit down and then she just tells them everything. Yeah. Like, I'd like to have seen her children's reactions to that. Sure. Because then they would have had something to do. Sure, yeah. Well, as, opposed, as opposed to just pregnant lady, unhappy man. Yes. Because <laughs> that, that's all that was. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would have been something. Well, it felt like the son had kind of already figured it out at that point, but because they have yeah. the whole conversation. But yeah, and yeah, the daughter's not really a character. But, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very average. And, yeah. That's well, there's a reason it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Exactly. That's the point. You could tell because it didn't get anything but Best Actress. It was mm. a single, like, great performance in a pretty average film. And then not the kind of Oscar films that I really gravitate towards. So. Yeah. Like, I hope... Let's face it, the next time Glenn Close gets nominated for an Oscar, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, everyone else. Because mm-hmm. people feel so bad for it at this point. Like, mm-hmm. eight times. Eight times, you know. That's got to hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not the record, though. It's not the record, no. Peter O'Toole, Peter O'Toole is the record, mm. and he but he does have the he got an honorary Oscar, which she'll definitely get before she dies. Mm. If she doesn't get a competitive Oscar, she'll definitely get like an honorary lifetime achievement Oscar. Yeah, but yeah, she, I think she's still got another one in her. She's only seventy one, like she's she's got time. Yeah, definitely. And I think if she did get a good, I'd rather see her win for something that's like I can really enjoy. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Whereas this would have been like this. Meh. Yeah, this one. Yeah, it's not a film that I'm gonna go back to. No, 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 no. 
If she'd have won for Guardians of the Galaxy 1, that'd have been great because I've, I've watched that a few times. Sure, yeah. 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, she's done well. <clears throat> cool. Okay, what would you give out of 10? Uh, five. Mm. I can care to five. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not. It's straight down the middle. It's not that great. No, it's really not. No. It Can't doesn't. It doesn't deserve her nomination. No, I don't think anyone will ever mention this film again. <laughs> it's very much just like Oscar ephemera. Yep, I agree. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps that up. So, um, yeah, please join in next week when we'll be re- we where um, where are you okay? You do want to take, take over? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll let you spin yourself. Up. Where we'll be reviewing a different film. Great. God, that sentence was not worth it. <laughs> really not worth the effort. <laughs> Isn't it sad when good, bad things happen to good sentences? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's even worse than bad things happen to bad sentences. Yeah. yeah. Then it makes me look bad. True. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond. Beyond the box set.